holy shit we are back what is up everybody welcome to episode 130 of the just to speak show and it wouldn't be our show if we weren't having a technical difficulty because for some reason we are not live on facebook right now i see that i saw <laughs> I, the uh i saw the disclaimer too when we were we were jumping into Streamyard that it said facebook's having an issue so what i'm gonna i don't know how where's the hell's my uh i'm gonna share no how do you share this now I'm sure I was trying to share it off fucking YouTube. But we are not live on Facebook. Well, whatever. We're live on YouTube, but I guess we can share it later. Right? Um, I'll what I'll do is I'll go to YouTube right now while you're getting the uh the intros o- over and going, and I'll put the YouTube link on to my Facebook. That would be pretty sweet. Let's I got, see. Yeah, do that too. We'll just babble for a second, ladies and gentlemen. This is what happens on the Just Two Speech. So you should know this by now. We are the Ish Network. We are the Fun Network, but we are also the Technical Difficulty Network. Never fails. Never fucking fails. Share. Uh, sorry, everybody. I know we have dead air right now. Um, I'm right. I'm, tr- I'm trying to. Uh, I don't know how. Well, anyway, we're gonna figure it out here. Uh, it, it, I don't know what YouTube what resume watching. Resume. This is weird, man. Like YouTube's being weird too. Like yeah, I don't know what's going on. It won't let me uh, live chat. I don't want the live chat. One watching. Hey, we got somebody watching. Oh, share. Here we go. Here we go. Copy link. I'm going to the Facebook, Tim. Do it. I'm going to the Facebook. I want, we won't even start until we, we, we get at least... Oh, wait. Now it says we're live on Facebook now. We are? Now it says we are. Hang on. I'm going to check. Stick with us, people. Oh, it's coming. I'm... Uh... Here we go. Well, I, I posted it, so... Oh, now we're on. Yeah, it says you just posted. Okay, yeah, so we're on Facebook, and I just shared the live video anyway on YouTube. So we're good. We're 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 alive in the world. Are we? Yes. Yes. <laughs> no, we're not. Are we? The Canadian wildfires made sure of that. Fucking Canadian wildfires. Let's let people get a chance for people to come in. Then let's talk about these fucking fires. I know. I know how it was down here. The whole world knows how it was in New York City. How is it up by you up in Deposit, New York? Um. So Monday was a little like it, it was it, it it looked like a like a overcast day. Tuesday it looked like a nuclear winter. Like there was no sunlight. Like you could barely see the sun poking through like this yellow and like literally like 20 to 40 feet was the visibility and everything got smoky like it was bad. Wednesday was even worse. Like it was just it was it was just awful. You could barely even go outside without like hacking. Mm-hmm. And like, like they were telling people up here, like not to stay outside very long. And now, like in a, yesterday and today, all these people are like coming through the store saying they're having problems breathing, hacking. Everybody's got sinus headaches, and a couple people got sinus infections. So it was bad, dude. It was, it was, it was terrible up up here. Yeah, everyone saw really the footage bad. of what what the city looked like. It was fucking insane. Yeah, I saw this. It combined with all that smog you guys always get anyway, it's like I can't. I don't. I can't even imagine what it was like down there. I, I didn't think we'd have to wear masks again this soon. I really didn't. And now we got to pull the goddamn mask back out again. La- Lauren, uh, she worked outside Wednesday, um, 
Laura, did you wear a mask Wednesday? Also, mostly off, she said, but she said on and off she did for a while, like from like from like 11 o'clock to like four o'clock. It was bad. Like, dude, you could barely like see. Like I said, if you were standing, you know, like on the street and like a uh, like a stoplight was like, I don't know, 60, 80 feet in front of you, you, you could barely it was all like foggy and it just you couldn't even see it. It was bad. It was really bad. Horrible. Like it was so bad, like the outside lights at my store, like that turn on at night, they turned on. Oh, really? Yeah. The automatic ones? The automatic ones. Because it was dark, like at about noon on Wednesday, it was like literally like it looked like like dark 30, like 845 at night. That's exactly what it looked like. Jesus. It was was bad, dude. It was really bad. But yesterday it dissipated quite a bit. You could still smell it. It just smelled like a like a house burned down is what it smelled like. Yeah, that's what I said. I went live and I said, all you people who love that campfire smell, you know, congratulations. The whole city smells like a campfire, so congrats. That's what it was so, like up here, yeah. And it was yeah. just, but yesterday it dissipated, and today it wasn't bad, really. Thursday, we, we know what kind of nightmare it's all going to be. But it, Yeah, it's crazy. It, it looked like it was nighttime at 2 o'clock. It was a little frightening, actually. It was. It was kind of strange. Like I said, it was like a nuclear, like, like an aftermath of a nuclear bomb. Like, I don't yeah. know, like. All right. We, well, we had like a we had like a week off, man. So it's time to get to some wrestling. And the last time we were on, we talked about Iron Sheik. He, uh, he had a had a health problem, this and that. And unfortunately, yeah, he did. He passed away at the age of eighty one. Wow. Another childhood fucking wrestling icon from our youth is gone. Uh, real name Hussein Kazro Ali Vaziri. Say that fucking five times fast. Oof, no, eighty-one <laughs> years old from Iran. We all know that story. I bodyguard for the fucking Shah. Legit- <clears throat> this is one thing that me and Eric say on this show all the time, especially Eric. Legitimate tough guy. Mm-hmm. This dude could take your fucking head off if he wanted to, and break every bone in your body if he felt like it. Yep. Um. Uh. Yeah. I mean, literally. I know it was kayfabe back in the eighties, but you hated. This man back in the day, he came over as the heel. You know, him and Piper were probably the two that people I'm surprised uh, you know, didn't get stabbed. Well, they didn't get stabbed by fans. They didn't get attacked by fans. But I mean, oh, the, yeah. fact that, the fact that they made it through without getting seriously hurt by a fan is, is crazy. Well, how, how, how appropriate was it in the 80s that you had, like, someone from, like, the Middle East, like, representing a villain? And, like, it was just perfect. Like, it was him. And of course, Nikolai Volkov, when they were the tag team, you had the Middle East and Russia both, or the Soviet Union both on the same team. And dude, that was the perfect heat magnet. And dude, they were just booed. I mean, I remember WrestleMania one; they threw shit at him, um, like, and the Sheik would fucking spit on everything. It was so great. The Sheik was awesome. I mean, and like, and I'm sure as we'll get into, like, as the years went on, he just became funnier. And hey, his oh tw- yeah. His tweets are legendary. Like he would tweet every day how much he hated Hulk Hogan. He'd be like, "Happy Memorial Day or happy, happy uh, Labor Day." Except Hulk Hogan, fuck the Hulk Hogan. That yeah. Jabron. It was so awesome. That was awesome. That like was there awesome. could there could literally be like like a Facebook page or like an Instagram page. Like every day should be the best of the Iron Sheik tweets because like somebody should do that. Like yeah. Well, let's not forget too. He was an actual gold medal Olympist for Iran too. Uh, was he was he in the Olympics or did, I know he won the Pan American Games. He was I think he was an alternate on the Olympics, right? Or an alternate, but he did. I idolized. Well, I, I'm not even going to try to attempt to say his name, the gold medalist guy. 
Um, he was an amateur, and he was, they said he was a bodyguard for Shah Mohammed for several years. Yeah. Uh, let's see. He Iran's Greco Roman wrestling team for the 1960 Summer Olympics in Mexico City. But after the guy he was expecting was found mysteriously dead, Oof. he said, "He said I'm getting the fuck out of here." <laughs> actually, actually got the hell out of Iran. Good for him. Ends up, in, ends up in America in Georgia. <laughs> learns how to you know professional wrestling. He's calling it and and look, I said his early years. He dude, he was he was felt. He was fucking jacked. He was. Oh. I mean, he said he's a legitimate tough. If he wanted to kill you, he would have killed you. He was he he could just take you apart piece by piece. He was a legitimate. Um, he was like he's like a Brock Lesnar. He's a or a Kurt Angle, yep. a legitimate wrestler, a legitimate tough guy. Um, I mean, he was strong as hell. Like he he uh, you know conditioned his body to unbelievable levels. Like you know, like with those fucking Persian clubs, like doing all oh, the, the clubs. Like, the clubs are crazy. Like the you only see one people, could... you see some today try to do it. Cena tried to do it. None they, of them they'll, they'll, they'll try to do it. They can't do it. No, none of them can do it. He perfected it, and he was. I mean, and the Sheik was great. Like, and he told you like it was. He was an honest guy, um, a little nutty, but you know, he's a wrestler. Like, you got to be fucking crazy to be a wrestler anyway. But I just enjoyed the Sheik. All those I even liked him back then. I thought he was great because, I mean, he was like like I said, the super heat magnet. Um, yeah, he was the world champion. He was, he beat, uh, Mr. Bob Backlund. And, God. uh, and then of course, you know, like I said, as time went on, he became a celebrity in, in, in a different light for being guests on, uh, like, uh, Howard Stern. And like I said, the tweets are fucking, I, I, I can't even get into it. They were so good. Like, we'll, yeah, we'll talk about that too. But like you said, um, he was picked to finally take the belt off Backlund. Backlund was not happy. No, and Backlund was not going to lose because I remember he technically did not lose. No, he, uh, well, no, Arnold Skull yeah. threw the talon. He yep. didn't quit. Um, he only had the belt for a moment. People forget that too. He had the belt for what two months? Yeah, two, November, two, November to January, like six weeks. Yeah, he it wasn't long. Like it wasn't long at all. And then and he he, said, uh, he got Hulk offered. Beat him. Yeah, he got offered money too from Vern Gagne to break Hogan's leg and come over to the. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, back to the AWA, well, who trained him, by the way. Vern Gagne trained him. Yep. So, you know, but he decided not to do it. He decided to stick with Vince and stick with them. And uh, Mr. Vincent McMahon Sr. And, and after he, after the world title run, um, he became tag champs with Nikolai Volkov, like you said. Now you got the America's two worst enemies tag teaming. On the same team. What, how can you get better heels than that? You can't. You, you, and you're really never going to like that. Like the, other than like the free birds in the South, like that, the Sheik and Volkov were like the two, the two greatest heel, probably the best heel tag team ever. I mean, as far as like whatever, everybody's going to say, Oh, they're not the best. Well, think about it this way. Like, dude, everywhere they went, they drew because like, I can even remember wanting to go to the arena to see them because I wanted to see like, like Barry Windham and, and Mike Rotundo or Danny Spivey and Mike Rotundo beat them. Or whoever beat them, mm-hmm. because like you're like, fuck, we got to see the sheik get his ass kicked or in Volkov. You know, that's that's how a, a great lot, team is measured. You know, it's true. And, and the one thing that's great was no matter how much you hated them, when Nikolai got up to sing that national anthem, you were singing. Oh, you were, and you were standing at attention. Like a- everyone, know. every kid our age, every person our age as a kid has attempted to sing Nikolai Volkov's version, one hundred national anthem. And then said right after that, Iran number one, Russian number one, 
America Hach to we everyone has said it. It was everyone so great. It was, he was so great. great. And, and you know, was, I actually looked up the Russian national anthem once. He's actually singing it. He was singing he's, the he's got pe- yeah, he's got peace. You know how I knew that? Because of Rocky Four when the Drago came out. Yep. You hear you hear Nikolai Volkov's piece come in at the end, I'm like, oh, he's singing the piece of it. Okay, there it is. So it is it is legitimate. Yeah. Um, but like you said, after after we see he had a very bad drug problem in the 80s, like most wrestlers did. But unfortunately for him, it carried on into old age. Yeah. I mean, this dude was doing crack. Yeah. At an drinking, old age. He lost his wife. Beer. Yeah, he lost his wife. He lost, you know, well, actually lost his daughter to a, a fucking asshole who who basically just killed her. Yeah. And he never got over that. And that led to a heavy, heavy, heavy drug problem. I said yep. he lost his wife and everything because of, I mean, crack. You're doing crack. You're, you're, you're fucked up. Yeah. I mean, he was into the cocaine in the 80s, but like, I, I guess the crack was a little cheaper. I, I don't know anything about crack. I never did crack. That's one <laughs> thing I can lay claim to. Like, all the shit that I've done in my life, I've never done crack. So, and of, and of course, one of the famous, uh, the first time K Fabe is broken. Uh, he gets pulled over in a car with fucking Hacks and Jim Duggan. Oh God! Uh, which you never, that. never, never supposed to do to have the bad guy. Especially, you have a bad guy and a good guy, but you can't have the good guy who represents America, like fucking Hacks and Jim Duggan in the with, car with with the Iranian fucking terrorist or whatever. Yeah, with the te- with the fucking terrorist wrestler who fucking he's feuding with at the moment, yeah. and, and that they caused him to get fired. That caused him to get fired. They both you know? got fired. Yeah. And I think they both got rehired, but like, well, Sheik didn't come back till later. He came back, remember, with uh, oh, General Adnan, General yeah. Adnan, and he fought off on uh, Colonel Colonel Mustafa. That's what he was, Colonel Mustafa. That was it. So, uh, Sergio, I believe in Georgia, he was he was in. I thought say, he was in Canada. He, he maybe, but I, I, he started in Georgia with he started, he started in, with in them. Yeah. So wait, his wife left him? I didn't know that. Yeah, if you watch the uh, special towards the end, she had she had left him because of the drugs. Really? Whether, whether she came back towards the end of his life, I don't know. I'm not sure. But the huh. special mentioned that he, the crack was so bad that even, she left him. Even into his, I see. I, I fell asleep. I didn't get to see the whole thing. So into yeah. his advanced age, he was cracking out. Yep. And she took and she took the kids and said, "We're done. We're out of here." Wow. So yeah, that's how bad he was. I smoked the crack. That's how bad he was. Yeah, seriously, they have a tribute. We were gonna play the tribute video, the official one, but then WWE fucking sues us and calls Farachi and complains and they fucking block That's us out true. for five minutes. So we're not going to play the actual tribute, but there's a tribute video online or at the beginning of SmackDown, beginning of Raw. I'm sure there'll be one. However, me and Eric, I did pick a couple, uh, a favorite of our clips. Eric, you want to, you want to, you want to go first with yours? Uh, you want me to go first? We go first. I don't care either way. I'll, I'll go first with mine and then, and then we'll, uh, then we go to yours. I think yours is going to be, uh, I, I can't wait to see yours. But this is a, a clip of the Iron Sheik at his best um, doing the promos back in the day. And uh, uh, this one, well, you know, uh, it was a different time and a different era, folks. So, like, and, you know, Sheik's Iranian, and obviously Middle Eastern people have problems with other ethnic groups. So, you know, don't, don't. You have an open mind about things because things did happen. It's like it was the 80s. Wants, Shut up. It was well, the everybody 80s. wants to erase everything. It's like, you know, <laughs> things have happened. And yeah, exactly. It just, you know, you learn from it. So, and sometimes it's funny. So here's uh, one of the best promos of the Iron Sheik. Yes. 
Uh, Khosrow Vasari, Sheikh Kalahani, the Iron Sheik. You, you've heard, have you ever heard the expression, man speak with forked tongue? You know, Jim, man, you're an intelligent American. You've been you. in the library. You read about a lot of different countries, a lot of different athletic. I just want to ask you a very simple question. I don't care you are Jew American or I don't care you are all American boy, but I'd like to ask you a very simple question. Sure, go right Can ahead. you tell me very random and Mac Rotondo what kind of Pan American band, what Olympic band, what the AAU band, what the, the what, what what international compete they had? Can you tell me anyone? Well, I would have to go back to the library to check that out and go back to the record. What do you mean you have to go to the library? <laughs> you wanna tell me? Are you done? Are you a fool? Mark Rotondo, Barry Vandom, every intelligent American know, just like my manager, Mr. Velasi said, referee that Uncle Rufus was your cousin or whatever. <laughs> That's because you're cheating us. No, you don't believe the uh, Mr. Velasi, you don't believe the Nikola Volkov. I'm sure you believe Mark Rotondo. You believe uh, Barry Vando. For sure you are another all-American Jew man. Thank you very much. Very good. Thank you, gentlemen. <laughs> you're, you're an all-American Jew man. Oh, my God. That's so great. He was so great. I'm He's sorry, so, but that's so great. He was so underappreciated back then. He really was. He really was, because nobody, I mean, only, like, if we were of the age that we are now, we would have caught on and loved it, but, like, yeah, you know, but, we but just, instead we just hated him because he wasn't America. Because he wasn't American, and, you know, we we hear, we wouldn't even hear Jew man, like, we would have been like, Dad, what's what's Jew man mean? You yeah, know, though, exactly. He'd have been like, oh, kayfabe, you know? And, <laughs> well, uh, my clip, obviously, I'm going to pick. Everyone knows he was famously on the Howard Stern show a lot. Oh, and yeah. Just, hey, hey, we have to mention, to dude, he was Howard's favorite wrestler. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And he tortured the poor Iron Sheik. Oh, I mean, God, in, in, a, in a funny way. In a funny he, way. I would love to get him worked up. Love. This is what, this is where he really started with the – maybe not, but I thought this is where he started with the whole Hulk Hogan stuff and all that. I think, I think this that. is what got him riled up about it, yeah. Yeah. I think this, this – yeah. Well, in this one, in this clip, um, someone calls in pretend. Now, this is not Macho Man. Someone calls just pretending to be Macho Man Randy Savage. Dude, this and, is one of the funniest fucking things I've ever seen in my is. life. And, and this is his response to someone pretending to be Randy Savage. Macho Man Randy Savage is on the phone. Fuck the Macho Man Randy Savage. Macho. Jabroni, yeah. The reason why your wife don't fuck you is because she wants a real man, like the macho man, Randy Savage. Fuck you and fuck your wife. I have a tenant, Scott. I jump with your fucking, I have fucking your ass. I want to show you my fucking tenant, Scott. Do you get the message? Fuck you, Randy Savage. I'm a man's robber this year. So I don't have to show you my tenant, Scott. To fuck your fucking ass. You are not good, Jabroni Jew. Son of a bitch. Fuck you, Randy Savage. <laughs> All right. Well, Randy, Randy, uh, the sheik was unbuttoning his pants to show you his penis. Challenge, Kong. I want to show that. Son of All a right, bitch. You. I can fuck your sister. I can fuck your mother, your father, your brother. All your fucking family with my challenge, Kong. He's riding the camel. <laughs> 
All right. Thank you, uh, Macho Man. Thank you. Uh, I yeah. thought you were too much. No. You cheap juice son of a bitch. Macho Man ran. Oh, wait. Play this one. Play it. Play it. Play this one. Oh, we got, as long as we're riding it, you got to play this one. You Which have one? to. This is, is the one where Sal dresses up as Savage and he, and he fucking freaks out. You ever see this? No, do it. Do it. Oh, do my it. God, dude. Go. Oh, you got it. I had it or you had it? You had it. It's playing just I think it's playing right now, just playing through your, your video. No, this is the same one. Oh, let, let that one go then, dude, because like oh. yeah, yeah. Let me see. I think it's no, it's not going anywhere now. Right, let me see. Uh let me go back. Yeah, because dude, if you find the one where Sal is 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 macho man, dude, that oh my god. Yeah, I'll just put Howard Stern. Stern. Yeah, I see why he dislikes Hulk Hogan. When he had that one, I don't know. Where's this? Uh, I'll know it when I see it. Iron Sheik explains the N-word. That should be fun. Oh, that's, well, you know. Iron Sheik. Well, the Bundy one's funny, too. Did you see that where, where High Pitch Eric dresses up as Bundy? No. Where did you see all these? Iron Sheik versus Artie. All right, that, Beetle, Beetlejuice for Iron Sheik. That one's in. Uh, I don't know. I'm not doing this live now. Oh, there it is. Try shoots that one. Me, shoots more on Watcher Man? Or I, I think, yeah. This is my comeback. Ah. Start yours at oh, PurdueGlobal.edu. Streaming on Paramount Plus. Oh, Randy Macho Man said, what happened between the two guys? Well, the Randy's another cheap yep. Jew, son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and then he come my room. He used my marijuana. He drink my beer. And then, and then we go London. We go uh, overseas and poor Elizabeth. Put him up on the satellite right now. Let's hear what he has to say for himself. Are you a cheap Jew, son of a bitch? Oh, yeah, let me tell you something. <laughs> I might be a cheap Jew, son of a bitch, but you're a curly piss-smelling sand nigger. When I get you in the ring in Madison Square Garden, I will give you your own Campbell clutch and fuck you in your fucking shitty, curry-smelling mouth. Fun? If you are the man, you not Jew faggot son of a bitch, come and show me because I'm ready. I'm a rare Shia Muslim. Assalamu alaikum. You are a coffee-selling, cab-driving, terrorist, no-good piece of shit. You suck on camel cock. Oh, yeah. You. you are true son of a bitch. You didn't pay for Elizabeth. Hot dog. Elizabeth, let me tell you something about Elizabeth. Let me tell you something about Elizabeth. Let me tell you. Let me tell you something about Elizabeth. She died. But she died from the smell of curry on your fucking piss-smelling breath. Oh, Elizabeth was a beautiful lady. You cheap son of a bitch. You didn't care, Elizabeth. That's because Elizabeth oh, going to Georgia shit. to the 
Luger office, and Luger is a lot of gimmick, man. You didn't care about you, Elizabeth. Let me tell exactly. you something. She... And any time he want my marijuana, he come my room. Any time he be in my room, him and Hulk Hogan, but they never returned back. Elizabeth always thought you were a coke snorting camel jockey faggot piece of shit. <laughs> oh yeah, she died from smelling the curry coming out of your shit, smelling terrorist skin, chic. Yeah. All right, enough of oh. you. I'm gonna take your turban, Sheik, and wipe my balls and ass with it. What do you think of this, Sheik? I'm going to give you a favor. Go f- <laughs> Dude, this is so fucking good. <laughs> so ridiculous. Oh, it's so, and he's fucking all riled up about it and shit. Like, he's, oh, he's fucking mad. I think, I think they funny. told him at the end it was, you know, they had to have told him they were just fucking with him. Like That is too funny, though. It really is. <clears throat> The fact that he fell for it though, and then you know went on the fucking tirade like that. Oh, dude! When he on high pitch, Eric, when he puts a mask on, he comes out, and oh god, he fucking he goes off too. That's another one. Watch that one sometime, dude. That's a that's even better. I'll find that one somewhere. Yeah, we can't we can't watch them all because we watch them. No, we're gonna do. Yeah, we're gonna be all freaking night. (laughs) We will be. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) All right, so let's move on from uh, the Iron Sheik. Yeah, R.I.P. Iron Sheik. R.I.P. Iron Sheik. Uh, you know what's scary though, Eric? You're thinking like, who's next? Think about it. Who's next? I mean, I just saw Hogan like uh, on like a a reel or, or something, and like, dude, he's he's starting to look rough, man. Like, yeah, like he, he he's is. getting like Billy Grahamish. You know what I mean? As much as we pick on him now, it's that's gonna be a rough day. That's gonna suck. I mean, they, they gotta have some kind of like huge thing when he passes away. Like, look at us, we're putting him in the grave already. That's but true. like. But like, well, you like know, Billy Graham and Iron Sheik, you know, within you know a month of each other. Actually, what two weeks? Like two weeks, maybe three, three weeks, three weeks, three weeks at least. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's so weird. So that sucks. Yes, it does. We're all gonna keep coming. That's that's the worst part about it. Oh yeah, because like, well, fuck, we're gonna be fifty. So think about how old these fucking people are. Like, oh, you just depressed the shit out of me, dude. I know. I know. <laughs> Believe me, I know. Press the shit out of me. Uh, Terzio, he wants to know what's his real name. I'll say it one more time because it's like five names and it's hard to say. Hossein Khazro Ali Vaziri. Hossein Khazro Ali Vaziri. He is a real Shiite Muslim. That's right. And he used his real name, uh, Colonel Mustafa, Great Hossein Arab, and the Iron Sheik were all his names. Trained by Vern Gagne, debuted in 1972. Wow. Retired in 2010. Think about that. He wrestled in 2010? I guess so. One of those fucking... I mean, I I don't know how. Like, who do you fucking wrestle? Like, who knows? Well, let's let's move on to something, you know, again, another show that we love, but, you know, it does get a little depressing. But the first two episodes, though, Hmm. didn't really blow up my skirt. Not really. Nothing really, you know, too... Nah. They were kind of boring, I thought. Um, I, I did too. First one the, was the dark, uh, the dark side of the ring. You mean right? Dark side of the ring. Yeah. The first, the first one was Chris Candido and and Sonny, uh, aka Tammy Stitch. Yeah. Um, the only thing I really didn't know was I didn't know he was actually that good of a wrestler. I didn't either. Uh, that was the only part about that episode that shocked me that he was actually like diehard, that committed, and that good. He the only problem is he just was not liked by people. No, and he was, I guess he was too nice. And I, I can attest to that because I was on a show with him when I very first started wrestling after I was trained. And I was like on a card. He was like one of the feature uh, 
performers, like you know how they 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 you know on indies sometimes they get a big star and uh, he was the big star that night, Chris Candido, and he had this like no gimmick needed shit walking around and and like I was so surprised, like he was jacked he, he was probably like 220 225 but he was only like dude he was like this tall and i'm not even kidding you like he was like five foot six like he was little yeah he was tiny yeah he was he's a little guy and but um and he's kind of a dork like i don't want to like like speak ill of the dead but i am um he he was a really really nice guy and i can see why he got like pushed around and like whatever because dude he was just like too nice he was like dorky like he was, he was nice to a fault. Like he was like, yeah. Like he would get up and hold the door for you. He would, he actually sat down and talked to all of us for like hours, and like he was just, he was like a super, super nice dude. Like, and Sunny was nowhere to be found, right? She was already. She was. This was in '96 or '97, so he had just left WWF, and he was in ECW by then. But she was still in the WWF, like doing her thing, and. Oh, like I tell was, you what, though. Well, we all know Sonny's story. She's a fucking train wreck. Well, that that's what kind of depressed me about this whole episode. It was just like basically like talking up Chris, but like talking down Tammy. Well, they talked her up a little bit because they said she was talented. Yeah, they like, said the first, what's his name? Uh, Cornette said it. First time on the mic, she fucking nailed it. You know, first yeah. promo, nailed it. One yeah. take. She One was take. nailing promo. So, you know, good for her. But the thing is, is like it was just a basically like they should have named it how Tammy fucked Chris over episode yeah. because like that's or, basically how everything how Shawn Michaels fucked everybody over because I mean she was she was dabbling in stuff before but yeah I I took this episode as this is Shawn Michaels fault maybe I'm wrong um I that's how it, I saw it I took it as it's it's Sonny and Shawn Michaels fault because they were definitely they were definitely banging that, that, I, that that's been I, confirmed. I, I think there's going to be like a, a theme to this season four mm-hmm. of like how Sean ruined this person's career. Cause you got to remember he, he, he was involved in this one. He's going to be involved in another one. Oh, Janetti. And people are saying that episode is going to fuck a lot of people up. I'm I, looking forward I, I to seeing it. I can't wait for that. episode. I, I can't wait either. Come here, Jack lay down. But um, like you, yeah, like you were saying though, it, it was mostly, uh, sunny this, sunny that. Chris just was just like a pushover, I guess. But he but was they, so in love with her, and and yeah, you know, and all she did was abuse him and cheat on him, and he supposedly didn't care. But I mean, come on, he's not going to care. Your fucking wife's you know, out there banging. You know he did. Yeah, of course he did. And like I've watched shoot interviews with all these other guys, and they literally all like like uh, just incredible said. I think Sandman, I think he's basically said in, in, in one form or another that she propositioned them numerous times. And they all turned her down, by the way. They turned her down. Like, and I believe them because, like, why would they, why would they you know, you know what I mean? I, they, they would if they did. Like, but I'm sure there were other guys that fucked around with her. Like Sean oh. was the fucking only one. I'm, I'm sure that they're going to keep coming out of the woodworks with guys who she's banged. Yeah. I like the disclaimer at the end, too. Like, due to uh, legal advice, Tammy said she declined to appear. Yeah. Which probably wouldn't, uh, probably wouldn't have helped her case now anyway. Like, she's going away, like, for a long time. Oh, yeah, murder. Like, vehicular um, manslaughter, right? Or is it yeah. murder? 
No, it's freaking manslaughter, I think, like you said. Or no, vehicular homicide. 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 Yeah, yeah. You're right. So that's you're gonna get a visit from Briscoe and Curtis. <laughs> you know? The only the only thing that shocked me was I thought Candido was involved in the drinking of the drugs. That's not how he died. No. He died a fucking a blood clot because he got on a plane right the after altitude. surgery. Yeah. Because because he wanted to go back to wrestling. Yeah. That's how much he loved it. That's how much he was committed because he was getting a little a little heat. He was getting a little juice. He was getting a little bit of a comeback going. Yeah. So he's like, oh, I don't want to miss time. Has surgery, gets on the fucking plane, gets a blood clot, dies. Yeah. I mean, that, that's, they, that, that was insane. And they told him not to travel. They told him only travel by car. Don't travel by plane because after you have that kind of invasive surgery on any part of your body, the risk for a blood clot for the first, like, what, 30, 30, or 60 days is high. That's nuts. Like, I didn't know that. That 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 part shocked the shit out of me. Yeah, that's I oh, I knew that's how he died. Yeah. What was it like 2004? I mean, he was only what 32? They 32 said 32 or 33. 33, somewhere around there. He's born in 72, so he'd be 50. So yeah. Yeah. 18 17 years ago. So I can't do the math for that. No. I'm not doing it either. <laughs> but no. yeah, like I said, that, that that's the part that shocked me the most. Um, the rest of the episode was all right. I mean, we all know, like I said, we all know Sonny's Sonny pops up every year with a new drunk driving, a new video, and but yeah. I didn't I didn't know they were calling her a crack whore at ECW. That, that oh yeah, that sucked. You're yeah. a crack whore. It's <laughs> like, oh no, that's and, fucking horrible. You know, another thing I took away from this is like Tom Pritchard. Uh, Heavenly Body, Doctor Tom, and and Zip, and like, he's kind of a dick. Like, yeah, I, I, I and he's... Eric, Eric, first of all, Eric, let me let me ask to confess something right now. I didn't know that it was him. I didn't put two and two together for some reason because I haven't seen. Because again, the Body Donnas were I was kind of out of it then. Yeah, so I never paid attention to who Zip was. Yeah, I had no fucking clue until I watched this that that was Tom Pritchard. That was Tom Pritchard. He was, I was just like, holy shit, really? <laughs> he was just the heavenly bodies, and then all of a sudden he's Zip, and yep. they won the tag titles. That was cool. Yeah, good but for them. I, I, you can tell he and Bruce are brothers because they're both got that Texas prick fucking bullshit. Yep. Like, yep, I agree. I don't know. I, I didn't. I wasn't impressed with. Uh, with Pritchard. I've seen him in other videos too. I, I think he's a douchebag. He looks like one. He does. Yeah, both he Pritchards does. Are. Both of them. Fuck, fuck you both. <laughs> uh, episode two, again, Magnum TA. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I knew, I knew he got into the accident. I wasn't, I wasn't a hundred percent if he was, uh, crippled or not. I wanted to wait till I actually, I was going to Google it. And I said, you know what? Let me actually watch the show and be surprised to see yeah. what happens. Um, but again, this episode, he there was really nothing. I think dark a, about him. No, he, he, he like he like women. Yeah, this okay. wasn't really a dark side of the ring. This was just no, like like it a, wasn't worthy. It wasn't worthy of a dark side of the ring. Maybe like liked, a tra- the tragedy of Magnum TA. Like yeah, yeah. What, what could oh, have he been? liked women. He liked women. The dude was fucking jacked. Looked like fucking Tom Selleck, and, and had all those eighty chicks all over him. Oh, he liked women. That's not yeah, a but, dark side like tragedy. Yeah, but like you said, there really wasn't anything bad that he did. Like, no, like infidelity. Yeah, who the fuck didn't do that back in the eighties? Even being a wrestler, or anything. Like, come on, everybody fucked around back then. <laughs> and like, dude, he was like a super nice guy. He was super hardworking. He was, 
dude, he was in, he was going to be the champion. He was going to be the fate. Now, listen, I remember watching the NWA back then. Mm -hmm. I remember the day I, I waited that whole week because they were supposed to do the cage match against the horsemen. And fucking something happened to Magnum. He got in that car accident. And then fucking Nikita Koloff came out with Dusty. And it was this giant coup. Like, wow. Because Nikita was this perpetual bad guy. And Crockett was hot then. Crockett was mm -hmm. red hot. But dude, and Nikita, yeah. Nikita too. And Nikita was too. But, dude, I remember Magnum. He was the U.S. champion for a while. I remember the belly-to-belly -belly suplex. The best I of seven. The best of seven. The with best Nikita. of seven. I thought the, the promos were subpar. Like he was, he was getting better. Like if he'd have kept going, he'd have been great. I thought he could have lost the stash and got rid of the mullet. And he'd have been like, if say he progressed to the nineties, dude, mm -hmm. he would have been, he would have been it. Like he would have been, he would have been he it. He would have been the answer to Hogan. I think that if Magnum kept, didn't get hurt, I think he would have been NWA champion for not long. And then I believe that Vince would have snagged him up and, and revamped him and turned him. He probably could have been, he probably would have been an earlier Shawn Michaels. There probably would not have been a Shawn Michaels. It would have been Magnum TA. Wow. I honestly believe that. I believe he had the charisma. He had the, he had the persona. He had that magnetism. He like people just loved him and adored him. Um, I, I honestly believe he is the, he is, he is the break in the timeline. Like had he, not gotten hurt we would not be here right now we'd be we'd be totally um vibing on on different things because wrestling would not be what it is today magnum ta is the glitch in the matrix <laughs> in the multiverse like he would have been i think he would and, have been bigger than brett bigger than sean and i thought i thought it was genius story was that was that dusty who came up with that who came up with the with the Nikita Koloff thing. Who did they say? Was Dusty or was it uh, the Gagne's? I forget that part. But well, it came up anyway, with what? Like the with, with the Nikita turn. Dusty. Oh, it's totally Dusty. It was yeah, totally Dusty. Because you figure these two are, you said these two had a huge rivalry. Mm -hmm. uh, he, he's supposed to be this big Russian, hates America, tough guy, bad guy, heel. How do you get him to turn face? He actually had, you know, Magnum getting into the accident. He actually okay. has fucking he, feelings he, he like feelings he, he respected him respect, and yep, they had the fucking tear on the cover of the magazine oh dude that yeah genius that's a genius. genius way to turn a heel to a face back in the day and and still keep kayfabe yep that's i mean i cheers for that the dusty you know god bless you my man because that, that that's a genius way to turn him because like, even i said I, I was watching i didn't know they were like who's gonna take who's gonna take his place who's gonna take his place and the key to cole i was like how Fucking guy's a major heel. Then they explained it. I was like, dude, that's genius. Tim, I wish, I so wish you followed Crockett back then. I wish you watched I, every I Saturday. I wish I did too. I wish I did dude, too back in the day. It was so good because you could watch the WWF in the morning at 11. And you could go play all day. And then you're just sitting there like as soon as 5 o'clock came around, you're going, oh, fuck it, man. It's going to be 6.05 soon. 6.05. So you, you go get your bag of chips. You get to tell your mother you want to eat dinner now. I got to eat now, or I'm eating in front of the TV. And dude, you for two hours from six oh five to eight oh five, dude, you were fucking glued to TBS and the NWA, dude. It was so good. It, it was. was so good. It was, and that's a, that's a, that's a phenomenal storytelling.
You missed out, dude. You real? I really wish you got into that. You probably didn't get TBS down there. No, I did. You did? I did. Yeah, oh, okay. I knew. I, I knew about the six oh five start because I was just to make fun of the six oh five start. Jack, every, Jack every, the Cat is waving to us from okay. off camera. Well, Jane is not here. Jane is in Lake George, so oh, Jane is in Lake George. So Jack, you don't have to have an appearance today. Yeah, sorry, Jack. Unless he's unless he's contractually obligated, then we can put him on. Are you? Is Jack contractually obligated to be here on the show? Because she's on every show. <laughs> you don't know. You're her manager. All right, whatever. She's being cute. But anyway, um, yeah. So I, I'll, I'll agree. This dark side of the both the first two. Not that they were bad episodes. They were just. Eh, not, I, not, not not tragic not like not tragic nothing grabbing me like the story of chris the only tragic part is that like he was a, and i have to say it dude use your fucking head man like you just have major surgery like you're going through arteries it's on your leg it's broken in five fucking spots like dude you just got out of the hospital you shouldn't you want to go to the matches that you can drive to fine Dude, don't get in a plane, man. Come on. Like, and, use your and, head, Chris. Yeah, you know what the problem is? These two guys didn't have their full careers. No. That's, that's why it's like, it's Cut. not really tragedy. It's just, it's, it's just, sad. It sucks. But, yeah. you know. It, it, it's it's not dark. It's definitely who, not dark. Who's next week? You know who next week is? I thought next week was, uh, uh, ooh, not, it's not Abdul the Butcher. It's not it's, part I know it's not Party Marty yet. It's not Marty yet. It's not Bash at the Beach. Uh, boy, I don't know. You know what? I'm going to look it up. Uh, while we look it up, uh, wh- where are we going next? Uh, well, do you want to? We, 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 just, we are continuing our Bash at the Beach re, you know, uh, rewatches. Uh, we're up to 94. You want to knock out 94 right now? Let's do let's let's do a, a quick ninety four. Let's do it. Let's we, do we, it real quick. We can do it quick because it's another one that's just not entertaining. Yeah, let, let's go through the whole card and and give. And our... you figure ninety four, ninety five are the last two before the greatest bash at the beach of all time. So this is yeah. So this is where the which, uh... which by the way the the NWO biography on A and E is fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. It was. Uh, breaking the cycle, the Graham dynasty, Eddie Graham in Florida and Mike Graham. Okay. So it's the, 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 uh, the CWF, uh, championship wrestling from Florida, Eddie Graham. Um, you're going to learn a lot about Eddie Graham cause that's where dusty got big and Andre was a lot in Florida. So, um, that's going to be a good one. The Graham family. Yeah. Like the real grant, like they're Mike Graham, Eddie Graham, Mike was his son. He committed suicide because he was, you know, whatever. I know that's not, now that sounds like a dark side of the ring episode. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it's going to be because, dude, Eddie Graham was fucked up. Okay, and good. Like, this not is, not this good, is, but yeah, you know. No, yeah. no, no, this is going to be dark. Like, this is going to be very dark. Yeah. But again, I mean, I've heard legitimately that Shawn Michaels is scared of this Marty Jannetty episode. I would be if I were him, too. because like, And a lot of wrestlers are a little worried. The truth. Well, well, he's gonna, you know, if he's Marty's going to speak the truth, dude. Yeah, I would. But that's the problem too. Is he? We don't know because he's all. Fu- I mean, this whole murder thing he was just involved with. We, true, not true, fake, not. We don't know what the fuck this guy's talking about. So it's going to be interesting. Speaking of cocaine, yeah, that's what it is. Like he's just. I mean, the guy's ankles haven't worked in what thirty years. Like, come on. <laughs> all right, so yeah, we're going to continue our Bash at the Beach uh, review. Leading up to Dark Side of the Rings, Bash of the Beach 2000, 
uh, which was the last one, by the way. That's mm-hmm. why we're leading up to it, and that's a, that was a big controversial one. Uh, we ran through 92 and 93. Nothing really great. This one, however, was the first one Hulk Hogan signed to WCW. This was his first match in WCW, taking on Ric Flair, the match everybody this, wanted to see. This wasn't Beach Bash. This was actually Bash at the Beach. Yeah, you know, I know. I, I didn't change the, the banner. I just put, you know. Yeah. I, I didn't change the banner. But it is Bash at the Beach. 94. Now, the funny thing is, the first two matches were dark matches. Weren't on the network. Didn't show them. I don't even know who these people are. Molly McShane with Ron Diaz. Never heard. Defeated the Sassy Boys, Fez Watley and Fast Eddie. Fez Watley, I've heard of. With Ron Bennington. That's, isn't that a Fez and Ron? That's Ron and Fez. That's a talk show. No, it's Pez, not Fez, right? No, it's Pe- Fez. Fez Watley and Fast Eddie with Ron. Be- Fez and Ron. Ron and Fez was a was a uh, a a, new, a local talk show that was on hmm. after Opie and Anthony back in the day. No shit, because Pez Watley, Pez Shaska Watley was a wrestler, a black guy. I'm gonna have to look this up because no, Ron and Fez were a they were on after Opie and Anthony. They tried to be like very. Edgy you know, Ron, Ron, Ron was very like a tough guy, and Fez was kind of like. Uh, kind of play off like the, like he was gay and feminine and and like little crazy. Hmm. It was really weird. Um, so I have to look that up now because I just realized who those two names were. Anyway, no the next two: Brian Armstrong and Brad Armstrong defeated Steve, Steve Kern and Bobby. Wow, uh, the, uh, who the Armstrongs were? One of them is so Brian Armstrong. and who? Steve. Uh, Brian Armstrong, Brad Armstrong defeated Steve. Oh, Brian Kier. and Brad. Okay, Steve, Steve Kern. Kier. Yeah, it's Skinner. Steve Kern, fabulous. Oh, one. that Skinner. Yeah, that's Skinner, Steve Current. Uh, he was in the Fabulous Ones. He was, he. I think he's the commissioner of uh, of uh, NXT or something too. He's been there a long time. Nice. But uh, no, uh, Steve Current. Yeah, and uh, Bobby. Who? Who? Oh, Brian and Brad. So the Road Dog and Brad Armstrong. Yeah, yep, brothers. Yep. Yep. Um, well, the fact, here we go. The first match that I actually got to watch, uh, Lord Stephen Regal defeated Johnny B. Bad for the World Cup. Uh, I can't talk today. The WCW World Television Championship. Dude, Steven Regal wrestles the shit out of this dude. Johnny yeah. Bad was terrible. He's awful. I think we said that last week, too, because he, we did. he sucked. My, fuck, and Mark Merrill's a fucking douchebag. Like, he is a douchebag. Let's just get that out of the way. Fuck him. Fuck his wrestling ability. Like, the, great, the great thing about this match was I noticed at ringside, um, first of all, looking at Linda Hogan sitting at ringside with, with the two kids as, as infants, was like, oh, look at this bitch and her fucking thinking stupid kids. Uh, but that was actually what fun to watch because they were at ringside. Yeah, they look like chuds, dude. Yeah. Um, like, look, little chudlings. But Ant- Antonio Inoki was at ringside. And after this match, they brought him in to give him a special reward, an award. Uh, and fucking Rio came out and, and Rio came back in the ring and said, I'm tired of like fake guys getting awards. I'm the best. And I was like, that's actually pretty cool. I would love to cool. have seen, seen Inoki versus Regal. That would have been, been a good fucking one. match. That would have been a good one because they're both tough. Yep. Yeah. Um, next up, yeah, we had – No, Regal, Regal fucking stretched the fuck out of Merrill. He confused the fuck out of him. Like, he, he wrestled oh, it, him. It, it, yeah, was it was humiliating. It was humiliating. It was a joke. And, and Regal even said it, I think, after the match. Like, this is a joke. Like, this is like, you know. Yeah. 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 yeah this, good. So, I'm yeah, fucking fuck glad. That. Fuck Merrill. <laughs> uh, next up, Vader with Harley Race as his manager. You didn't know that either? Well, you missed so much, Tim. Ah, well, you know. Defeated. 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 The Guardian. 
And and the fact that the Guardian, ladies and gentlemen, is a big boss man, Ray Trailer, is just. And but the fact that I knew he was the Guardian, I knew that. Yeah. But I didn't know he went to New York and got trained by the real Guardian Angels as part of the gimmick. When they said that, I was like, "Holy shit!" I had no idea. I didn't now, know that. They and when he comes out. They actually said that in the Shorvani says it in the he went to New York and got trained by the Guardian Angels. Was he wearing a beret and everything? He had or? the beret, he had the shirt, he had everything. So it wasn't just uh I'm gonna stick to my cop gimmick, you know, big you know, to Guardian he, Angels. He, he actually, actually went and they said he actually went and got trained by them. Now, dude, when he first came back, when he left WWF and came back, first he was the boss. Yeah, that was his first gimmick, was the boss. They just called him the boss. And then he became the guardian, and then I think he went back to Big Bubba. Big Bubba, yeah, that was yeah. He, he wore the suit. He just wore a suit instead of anything else. Yeah, or I think he just wore like like something. Then he came back as the boss man in the flak gear, like the right or the 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 fucking black ops gear. That was a good boss man. That was a real good boss man. Um, so that was that match was was garbage. Vader beat his yeah, ass. Of course, he squashed him. Yeah. Uh, next up, we had Terry. This was a confusing ass match. The promo before this match was well. Let me say it was Terry Funk and Bunkhouse Buck. Oh, Bunkhouse Buck! Wow. Yeah. With Jingle. Robert Parker and Meng, two two Ming, two managers here. Well, uh, Ming was Ming was Colonel Parker's bodyguard. Oh, okay, that's what it was. And uh, they defeated Dustin Rhodes and Arn Anderson. Now the promos leading up to this match was Dustin Rhodes needing a partner, wanting a partner, and then begging Arn Anderson to be his partner. Forget the rival with my dad. I need your help. Blah, blah. Arn Anderson fucking said, I'm not going to tell you to the last minute. Last minute, he's I will be your partner. It's a whole big thing. Arn Anderson fucking turns on him. Of course he does. <laughs> turns on him. And, causes, and, and fucking beats his shadow at the end of the match. And they leave him in the ring, and they all go into the back rooms drinking beers and celebrating. They're all they, celebrate. I remember that. Yep. They I all turn on, and I was like, "Wow, good old yep. Arn, good old fucking four horsemen Arn Anderson oh, would, would never would never go with the roads." Classic. <laughs> so that was pretty cool. I love it. Uh, next up, again, this I, this this never gets old. This was twenty good minutes. Steve Austin defeated Ricky Steamboat. Yeah, I remember that match. That was a U.S. title match, right? U.S. title. And this is where, in my opinion, Austin was better than Steamboat this time. Like, better. Just looked better. I guess Steamboat was winding down, I guess. Probably, yeah. I thought Austin looked great in this match. I this really was did. a good match. And, and it was he, 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 he wrestled great. Physically, he was fucking taut. Like, he was really, really in shape. And I, I thought he was... Literally flawless with his wrestling, like with that match. He was Austin was spot on, and Steamboat, of course, can make anybody look good. Oh yeah, oh no, no, I'm not taking away anything from Steamboat. I'm just saying this is the first time I think Austin looked better than him. That's all I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, 100. percent The previous times they might have been even, or Steamboat was always a little better. Yeah. This time I think Austin was a little better. I mean, Austin's timing was on. Austin. Oh yeah. I mean, even even the way he plotted the match was great. Like he, the, the, this might have been the best match of the on the card. It was. Oh, absolutely it was. By far, yeah. it was. Re that, Re Regal's match was great, but this one was probably the best one. Regal's was because it was pure wrestling and beating the shit out of a guy. Like, teaching the guy a lesson. Yeah. This, this was just two guys who knew what the fuck they were doing. Yeah. So, it was great. I agree. Un unlike the next match. Oh, no. <laughs> pretty oh, no. Pretty wonderful. Oh. Paul Roll and Paul Orndorff, which is a pretty cool name, cool tag team. 
But they defeated Cactus Jack and Kevin Sullivan. And again, I, I don't want to beat up on poor McFoley, but no, he's not. You know, he's just not. Yeah, I, we we can't. It was just for the tag the tag I've, titles too. I've never been a Mick Foley guy. Like I'm, I just never was. Kevin I like Sullivan. I like Kevin Sullivan, but I like him better as like a hype manager, hype guy. Yep. He does a he does an excellent promo. He's yeah. a good wrestler, but with Cactus Jack, and then you're trying to because Orndorff's great. I love fucking Orndorff, and he's another legit tough guy. Mm-hmm. But like fucking Paul Roma, the fucking angry midget, like come on, dude. <laughs> the angry midget. You ever watch any of his shoot interviews? That's, that's, yeah, I know you told me to watch them last time. I haven't had a chance yet. Oh, you watch. have to. He is such a fucking angry nerd. Like, <laughs> oh my god. I'm gonna do that. He's the most uh, bitter, fucking angry, fucking Italian, Connecticut idiot I've ever fucking seen in my life. That's great. Like, if you're Italian, like you should be ashamed of him. Like, well. That leads into the main event. Ooh. The match that everyone wanted for years. The match that everyone was talking about. The, you know, the match that the WWF at the time didn't give us. You know, they, they which they, they should they, have. They should have. I agree they with that a thousand have. percent. Uh Hulk Hogan's first match in WCW. Shaquille O'Neal is the guest, whatever he is, timekeeper, ring announcer. Bodyguard. I don't know what the fuck he's doing there. He, he was some. What was it? What was he? Yeah, the belt enforcer or something. Yeah, something stupid like that. Uh, and Jimmy Hart taking on, of course, Ric Flair with sensuous Sherry. By the way, Not sensuous Sherry, sensual Sherry for Ooh. the WCW title. Um, this is the first time I've watched this match in full. Mm-hmm. What'd you Not, think? Not great. Not bad. But this was the match everyone wanted, and it was only 21 minutes. Yeah. 21 minutes. Steamboat, now, pretty wonderful, and Cactus Jack was 20. Yeah. You're telling me Hogan Flair can't give us fucking 30 minimum? 30, 35 minutes, it should have been bare minimum. Austin bare Steamboat, minimum. Austin Steamboat was 20. Uh, I, I, those are the longest ones. I was disappointed when this came on, because I actually saw this one. I arrived at... Who got it on pay-per-view? Somebody up here I knew got it on pay-per-view. Because this is after we graduated, right? Yeah. I can't remember who got it on pay-per-view, but I was over there. And I came late. I came during the, uh, I think, the Pretty Wonderful match. And I watched this match live. And Because I'll, I'll admit, I was excited about it. I wanted to see Hogan and WC. I wanted to see him and Flair finally. But they actually did wrestle in the WWF at Madison Square Garden. House shows, yeah. House shows. Show. And I think there's one on tape or on YouTube, by the way. Um, I got to be honest with you. I was disappointed because I feel like like it, it was like, uh, you know, you know how like, how, I don't know how to put it. Like if you go, like if you're looking forward to something and like, okay, Say like you're looking forward to, to to going to to the to a Yankee game, and they're giving out like free Phil Rizzuto bobbleheads, mm-hmm. and then like it gets rained out, and like you don't get the bobblehead, but the next you you get a rain check, and the next game they like they like play the fucking like Royals, yeah. and yeah, they're yeah. giving and they're giving away like goose gossage fucking like pinup, <laughs> and you're like fucking well this sucks, and you know like th- this should have happened. I don't know. It should have happened in the, way back when it should have, like years before that. 
did it was it okay it was okay it's okay was it great it wasn't great at all i thought hogan sucked yeah you know my I, main, i'll say my main problem with this match was watching it in its entirety and i'm trying to go back to 94. yeah i'm watching this match and i know from the get-go no way flair was winning this match 100 and i don't 100%. I, that, that, that's a feeling you don't want in 94 when no. these two are fighting for the first time you want to believe rick flair is going to can can possibly win yes no. especially down south when Hogan's yes. invading his territory exactly and, and and i mean good for flair for doing doing the job because he could have easily have turned around and said no this is my up there I would have done it in W in, in you know in WWE in Connecticut this, yeah or in New York yeah is, but not this not, is here not I'm, not, I'm not jobbing not the first time anyway I'm yeah. not jobbing him the first time but he fucking did what he had to do because he always did what he had to do and you want to know why else he did it is because when Hogan signed that contract he signed to have creative control over his character and and I'm just saying there was no time where I was like ooh Flair might win this no it no. was a typical Hulk Hogan. Saturday night's main event versus fucking one hundred percent. That's Terry. exactly what it was. Yeah, it was. It was a Saturday night's main event versus Terry Funk. You knew Terry Funk was never going to win the title on nope. a Saturday night's main event. There was no shot at it. Yep, he just yep. knew Hulk and, Hogan and versus Adrian Adonis. Hulk Hogan exactly. versus fucking Nikolai Volkov or Hercules. Exactly. Nope. He just it was knew all it. centered around Hogan. All centered around the cheers. All centered around bringing Hogan in. Why did it have Mr. to be T, fucking Mr. T and Shaquille O'Neal? And it's like, he should have He should have wrestled somebody else before doing this. Because I feel that dropped Flair's credibility a little bit for a yeah. while. But then Hogan Hogan never really got over as a babyface in WCW in the beginning anyway. Like, Oh, he figured two years from that very pay-per-view, they turned him. Yeah, because he so, just wasn't getting on. They got tired of him real quick down there. Postamania. Yeah, exactly, Postamania. Now, let me ask you one question. Yes. It's just your opinion. Yeah, give would, me it. Obviously, we said we want we we thought Flair sh- at least should have looked like he could have won. Yeah. Would you have gone with a no contest or a false fit or something crazy like that, and then have I, them go at it again? What do you think? You know, yeah. I don't know. I don't, what would make more sense, that or or Flair just happened to win? No, you know, I number uh, scenario number one. I would have went with a like a either a dusty finish. Or I would have went with a, you know what I would have done? Because the horsemen weren't together then, right? No. There was no horsemen. I would have had Hogan set up for the big leg. I would have had him go to pin him, and I would have had Arn Anderson run out and make the save and start kicking his ass. I would have turned Jimmy Hart then, not down the road. I would have turned Jimmy Hart then. And I would have fucking had everybody come on down on Hogan, but have him beat the fuck out of everybody and make him clear the ring. Then, like at Starcade or wherever, I would have had Hogan then beat him. Yeah, no, I, I would have had that. a DQ finish. I would not have put Hogan over immediately. Thousand percent. And you know, and you know that was Hogan's idea. You know, as Mister Fucking, I got to be in the spotlight, and I got to be. My, my dick's got to be sucked no matter what. Like, come on, dude. I mean, that, that that's why when they, the legendary stories of how Bischoff used to go down to the set and talk to him, trying to convince him to sign, he brought Flair with him. Mm-hmm. And Flair was even probably like, dude, I'll do the job. Just come. I bet he was. Just come. I'll do the job. And then, that, he, oh, you're going to do the job? He, uh, well, then I'm definitely going to sign because that, that, that adds to my fucking, my legendary My, my legend, yeah. But, dude, if you watch, 
I mean, you did, but if you pay attention to that NWO biography, mm-hmm. like, dude, WCW was almost done. Like, if yeah. they didn't get Hogan, there would have been WCW would have been over by 93, 94. There would have been no WCW because Turner told him, he goes, if you don't turn this around, you literally got months and I'm, I'm pulling the plug. Yep. And so he did, thank God, because we got the NWO out of it. We got some years of decent wrestling. It was fun to watch. Nitro was good for a while. Like, Thunder sucked, but we could do a whole other show on that. But still. <laughs> which, which I think we should one day. We really should. <laughs> we should do, like, you know what we should do? We should do, like, every, like, four months, we should do a do a Thunder rip. Oh, God. That'd be, that'd be fun, though. I think we should. I'll do it. I'll, do it. I'll definitely do it. We'll just so, we'll just go pick a random day, a random year, a random day, a Thursday, and we'll pick that episode and we'll watch it and we'll pick. Ooh, it I like apart. that idea. I like that idea. Going random. I like going that. random. Just be like, uh, you know, let's say this is a Thursday, February eighteenth, nineteen ninety nine. Like you know, we'll pick that episode, we'll watch it, and we'll be like, oh fuck. We'll say whatever, whatever. You know what? Whatever is closest to that day, we'll say. Yeah, whatever's closest to that day, because I guarantee you one thing. I can already predict one thing. Someone will do the job for Goldberg. Of course. That's a whole other thing we could get into. I don't even want to talk about Goldberg. He's not even worth mentioning. Let me see. Because. uh, It was Thursdays, right? It was Thursdays because it rivaled SmackDown. SmackDown was Thursday, remember? Yeah, let me see. <clears throat> on the UPN. Remember UPN? Yeah. All right, so it was on from 98 to 2001. So anytime after January 8th, 98, we'll pick a ra- – we'll have people, even in the, in the fucking watching, yeah. pick a completely random day. You, and then Exactly. We'll, 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 we'll get the closest thunder to that. and we'll have Pick to a we'll random thunder. That's awesome. I like that idea. Yeah, we got to do that. Now we got to do that. Sweet. All right, man. Fucking close to an hour already. I like it. We had a yeah. good show, a good comeback. That was, that was a great show. That was a great comeback show. Hell after yeah. a week, a week hiatus and a little tan. Yeah, exactly. You, you've been working yeah. very hard, man. Very, very hard. I have. I'm getting. I'm getting fucking taut again, too, man. I'm. I'm nice. like. Getting, I'm getting like buff. It's weird. <laughs> I'm like so, work, uh, working man buff. So next week, next show, we will cover obviously '95. It's the next one, Bash at the Beach. '95. Uh, the next. Maybe we'll push. The show till after Dark Side of the Ring for the next couple of weeks. You want to do that? Should we do a Wednesday show for a while? I'm, I'm, so I'm we can we get. Do, I'm, I'm thinking we do Wednesday for a while so we can watch Dark Side of the Ring and do that. I think we should. I think we should so we can get to Dark Side of the Ring because let's, let's face it, not that there's some big like universal conspiracy, but a lot of like wrestlers have been passing away like on a Sunday or a Monday. Yeah. So we'll so we that. catch that window. You know what I mean? Yeah. So next week we'll do Bash '95. Um, and we will do the next episode of Dark Side, and then we'll throw out the new evidence going on in the world. Uh, a lot of shit going on in WWE right now, a lot of yep. shit going on in AEW actually because it was announced officially. CM Punk is back, he is, he is back, and I can't wait to see what's going to happen with that. Uh, also, MJF, my two favorite wrestlers in all of AEW, are now about to start a rivalry. I can't lose. Adam Cole and fucking MJF. Are I was gonna say Adam Cole and MJF are gonna are gonna feud now. They just started. Their, they started their. They, had, they went after each other on on Wednesday night. Good promos. Huh. So yeah, I'm gonna be very happy with that coming up. Nice. Um, and hopefully they get their shit together because they're starting their new show on Saturday, and they have the open the what the fucking for fall forbidden door pay per view. Uh, what, when do they Brian, go out of the new network? June seventeenth. June seventeenth. Now it's Discovery. 
I don't know why I forget what it was, but that's I forget uh, what it was too. Collision, and that's uh, CM Punk's comeback. Okay. The next pay per view is Forbidden Door, and so far I, I I don't know the Japanese names, but you got dream matches because they said Daniel Bryan's facing some major Japanese star, and I want to say Omega is fighting some major Japanese star also. I don't like know beyond that. Big deal on that. Yeah, I don't know the Japanese people, so I can't I can't get all fucking excited about it. No, because fuck Japanese wrestling. I mean, that's what I say too. Fuck them. I don't care. It, 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 the, it, it, it does nothing for me. No, if you got to resort to that, you're you're not reaching your target audience, which should be America. Exactly. That's what I say too. That's why that's why we have a show together because we think the, the same. That's way. we do. We we share a brain. <laughs> like like Steve said the other night. Oh, of course he's going to agree with his tag team partner. <laughs> Well, of exactly. course I'm gonna, you fucking guy. That's why we're, that's why we're successful. That's why champ, we're that's why we're champions for thirty years. Well, the belt's right there, boss. Yeah, I gotta if hang mine up. If you're watching, boss, the belt's right there. I gotta hang the, we're, the, we're the champions, so thirty years in shrunning. The next year will be thirty years. It will be thirty years. Oh no, thirty-one actually. Actually, this is thirty-one, right? Because I moved there in ninety-two. Ninety-three. So ninety-three. This will be thirty-one. Yep. So there you go. Tag champs that long. Can't that beat that long. streak. No, nobody's beating that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Eric, any final words before we get the hell out of here? Uh, no. Uh, awesome show. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Uh, thanks for uh, coming back to us. We'll do a Wednesday show now so we can catch Dark Side. So make sure everybody watches Dark Side so you can get with us on it and give us your feelings on it. Hell yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for watching. Later. <laughs>